0: And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's The Plague, week 30 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a journalist and CNN contributor and very much not a figment of PewDiePie's imagination. It's Mary Catherine Ham, And she's a comedian who may be living that RV life, but that's not stopping her from trying Thanksgiving dinner-flavored candy corn so you don't have to. It's Jenna Kim-Jones. Tone Zone is here to show us how to wear a mask and not get sick like a girl. I'm her husband Daniel saying hop on board the Love Bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison.
1: Hello, my little water pies. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular confusing sounding carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com by Lisa Lowry. And uh, she suggested water pies for the carbohydrate... One of the many, many perks of Patreon, in addition to seeing this video of our beautiful faces, is that you can submit carbs. And uh, someone's like, that's a euphemism, right? And she says, no, it's from a Depression-era cookbook or something like that. I mean, that sounds right. Everyone's nodding. Everyone knows about this. And then uh, someone's like, and she said she made it. And then the question was, is, was it just a mushy mess? And it wasn't. It was almost like a clear custard. I'm intrigued. I'm going to say hello to my guest because this is a very, 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 very special episode. It is uh, an unintentional gal chat plus tone zone episode. Oh, my <laughs> God. Hello,
2: Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. Hello! I'm so glad to be here. Me too. All the way over on the East Coast. What's going on? I see. You look freshly showered. Well, it you know, sometimes you don't shower till 7 o'clock when you're like, oh, I guess I'm doing a podcast tonight, so I should probably, like, you know, get cleaned up.
1: Well, that's the thing, though, <laughs> about the way we are doing podcasts in this day and age, that, like, you... I had a brief love affair with dry shampoo and I had never really used it before. Um, and so for like two days I was like, I get it. I get why everyone likes it. And then on the third maybe second or third day. I was like, no, I cannot. I have to get in the shower. Even though no one can smell me. I just, I feel like a big ball of starch Uh, and not like in a good way. Mary Catherine Ham, your first time on the Thursday show, even though you've been on this podcast many times. Hello.
3: Oh my gosh. It's an honor. It's like being called up to the big leagues. I uh, (laughs) am so excited to be here. I get to hang out with the people I imagine are my friends during COVID, but like in real life now.
0: I but know, we, we right?
3: are your friends. I know, but it is it is this is well, we've a, been really so
2: cool. distant for so long now
3: because I know
2: life. I know. It's, it's a lot Mary going on. Catherine Ham,
1: I know. We need to just get something squared away right now for okay. the duration of this show. Are we going to call you Mary Catherine or are we going to call you MK? MK is fine. I feel like okay. that
3: flows a little better. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> MK.
1: When did you last shower? I feel like you're someone who's
3: like, I shower every day at 7 a.m. after I run a marathon. No, uh, I do work out uh, most days, but that doesn't mean I shower immediately after. You're welcome, oh. everyone. In fact, <laughs> I believe this is uh, my, actually my best hair without doing my hair is cute. after a little working out. And so this is a nice um, sweated on, fluffed up situation here. Nice. Uh, you live, Lived in. Yep, yeah, and, I like uh, it. I had intentions of doing it, and I did not. So uh, here we are. I have
1: something to say about curly versus straight hair, since everyone knows. I want to hear. Everyone knows that I have naturally curly hair, which I straighten, but then recently I started curling again sometimes, and we will get to that, and we'll play the gal chat drop when we do it. But first, we need to say hello to someone who I have in quarantine, forgotten to say hello to so many times that Lisa, aforementioned Water Pie submitter, was like, his new nickname should be Forget Tony, We're which really he doubling didn't... doubling down on this. <laughs> 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 which he took offense to for some reason. Hello, Tony. <laughs> Hi.
0: Just me and the gals today. Can I be that's, that's an honorary right. gal today? Yes.
1: Yes. We Thanks. need Welcome. to know about your hair. We need to know so much. Um, let me just... Reiterate the Patreon thing so then I can move on. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All sorts of fun stuff. My Patreon is really picking up, guys. At this point, I'm doing three to four bonus episodes a month, which is like, oh, it's essentially weekly. Um, I did a bonus episode with Jenna Kim Jones just a few weeks ago. Uh, Video. That was real, right? Because that sounded like a drop. That was me. That was you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. (laughs) I feel like we probably also have that as a drop. But um, video and audio, I just recorded with Dustin Goot, someone from early, early, early days. Wow. And then I think this week it's going to be Daniel and me because I've got Bald Brian is my Monday show guest, and I I need to catch up with Daniel and hear how he feels about beans and stuff. So I think he'll be a Patreon guest. (laughs) I'm just saying, and this video with the, the gals, Tony and I, or just maybe I should say the gals and I, Yeah,
0: all He's of us gals,
1: remember. all of us gals, patreon.com slash Alison Rosen, and um, you can now sign up for an annual membership, and there's a savings with that. Um, you get a 10% savings if you do an annual membership. Lots of people have been signing up. It's great. Okay, moving on deal. from the hard sell, <laughs> let's talk Hair. With the gals. Do it, Tony. Okay. Naturally curly hair. Been straightening it for years. Um, And then recently I started using one of those rod uh, curling iron things that doesn't have the clip. Uh, It was one recommended to me by Renee Colvert, whose voice we just heard on That's Quite a Deal. Um, And... I was like, oh, you know, when I first saw it, I thought, I don't like this. And then I'm like, oh, no, I do like this. And maybe this is my new look, my new quarantine look. But here's – and today I'm straight, by the way. But here's the thing I've discovered, and it reminded I'm me. <laughs> no, I never, I never forget that. That's always top of mind. Um, no, what I had forgotten was if you wear your hair straight, you can go a few days. With curls, I feel like day two – they always look smushed and weird and, like, a little bit unfresh and stringy. Would anyone, regardless of your hair texture, like to weigh in? Mm. A lot of, a lot oh. of con- contemplative faces. Oh. A lot
2: of- I have never <laughs> had curly hair. Um, occasionally, my hair does, like, a wavy thing here in Georgia, but it, uh, I really... I can't say, but I, I have never, I don't, first of all, I don't think I've seen your hair curly. So like naturally I,
1: curly? You haven't. I don't yeah. think so.
2: I've known you for 10 years. I don't think I've ever seen your hair curly. Yeah. Maybe in you've a only, photo.
1: You'd only Maybe see, you've only seen it in photos. And by the way, yeah.
2: whenever I post a photo,
1: I get a, of, of the old curly hair, I get a lot of like, oh my God, you have to let your hair do that. You have to blah, blah, blah. I feel like Instagram is such, that's Instagram culture where you could post the most heinous photo and people will be like, beautiful. Oh my God. You're a ray of
2: sunshine. Just what I needed. Yes, I know that feeling because (laughs) with with the few times I've posted brown hair, Jenna, it's like, you know, you really should just go back to your natural color. It's so beautiful. It's this and that and the other. And I'm like, but I don't even know who that person is. So I can't.
1: (laughs) You Okay. So I'm sitting here with my artificial hair. You're sitting there with your artificial hair. We're a couple of posers. We're fakers. MK, I
3: think, is this the real you? It is uh but I don't think you're faker's I think I'm <laughs> I'm just lazy. I cannot maintain. Uh, you will notice a theme in my hair care, first being that sometimes I just don't wash it because I can do this. I am blessed with wavy hair. So mm. I can just sort of, it can go different directions. It's it's sort of a grab bag. I wear it wet on top of my head at night and then I take it down and we see what we have. Uh oh, I that's love that. Generally work for you. My styling and then I can't do color and continue it because I know I can't even do my nails and keep them nice. So I know I won't keep up with color. So I don't do it. Um, but in my experience I do wavy because it does last longer for me than straight.
0: I guess a real,
3: a real blowout would last a little longer, but when I actually curl it, uh, the curls change, but they tend to hang around for a couple days. They persist. (laughs) You
1: don't wake up feeling like um, they're smushed and weird and like stringy looking?
3: Maybe it's the wave, but I just I can brush them and then they sort of mm. do a new thing. <clears throat> also, I think that's and I hate what to it be Instagrammy, but I do really like your natural. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's too. the sunshine I need in my life. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> it's lustrous. Did you just throw like six fire
1: emojis at me? I did. Yeah. <laughs> in hard um, maybe, maybe that's the thing. You have to brush it out. I guess yeah. because I always, I feel like sometimes when I f- brush out my curly hair, I f- feel like I look like like now I have like a my pretty pony mane, and I don't mean that in a good way, even though that sounds like it could be good. Tone Zone, hi Tony Zony,
0: yes. Thoughts? Well, as a as a gal, uh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I what are my my thoughts? I. Look at, I have short hair. I got I got a haircut last week. How about that? Huh?
1: How was that? Uh
0: you know, it's it's eh, weird but kind of not weird at the same time. Uh mm. it was indoors but like they hard, hardly anyone was in there. They take your temperature when you go in. Um you wear a mask the whole time. They wear a mask the whole time. Uh and there's like the moment when they go around your ear, you got to take you take it off your ears but then hold it still on your face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it had been like three months or something for me. That was my second COVID haircut now.
1: I find that having... Under normal non-COVID circumstances, getting a haircut, there's always that awkward moment where the blow dryer is going, but they're trying to have a conversation with you and you can't really hear. So you're like really relying on, at least I am, on looking in the mirror and watching their mouth. How... Was there any conversing happening?
0: Yeah. i I'm with... Actually really? Actually, more than... I mean, I, there was no blow drying for me, so. Uh, oh right, <laughs> yeah, uh, that wasn't an issue. But yeah, it was actually a, a kind of chatty haircut, more more than I normally go for, and it was actually totally fine. I normally kind of hate it. Maybe it's just the loneliness of COVID <laughs> kicking in that I was welcoming any conversation. But yeah, it, well, was, it what, wasn't bad.
1: What were the topics?
0: I, I mean covid and places places <laughs> closing and hoping certain other places will be able to stay open and yeah just that kind of stuff
1: right well it looks good thanks it does. Mm-hmm.
3: i I will say oh i should i know i did overtone my hair a couple times during Ooh. covid i got the bug and was like let me put that whatever the color conditioner is very temporary and my hair is just you'll feel this out my hair is just too dark I, like it doesn't do anything it's no fun it's so underwhelming when you're done <laughs> wait what is color conditioner there's so many pro- products i don't know what they are it's for people like me who don't really want to do the thing so you uh-huh. just kind of <laughs> you just kind Wash of something in for yeah. a couple of days uh so i tried a blue color which just made Ooh. my hair sort of darker closer to black and then i tried a pink color which just did Essentially nothing. I was like, look, girls, to my daughters, can you see it in the light, in the sun? Can you see it? Yeah,
1: that's the problem with having dark hair is that you really can't do anything fun with it unless it's like a spray on color. Yeah, you got to go all the way. I feel like we should just go, go all the, we should just do Jenna's color.
2: Yeah, it takes forever. It took me a long, like a few years to get this light because my hair is pretty much MK's color. Yeah. And, uh, so the first time it was kind of orangey and then progressively it got more and more blonde. And now if I go back, I'm not sure there's ever, I don't know if I'll ever get it blonde ever again. So there's a lot of fear there, a lot of fear, a lot of emotional baggage, a lot of unknown. How does
1: Al feel about the fact that he's never known you with your natural color? Does he have anything to say? Because I feel like Daniel, like pepper's these little comments around and I'm just like, no thank you with your suggestions that I should have curly hair or lighter hair or whatever you're doing. I don't want it.
2: You know, I do feel he's never mentioned it. I don't think he cares much. But he's always like, I think at one point I said, like, should I just go back to Brown? And he was like, I don't care. I think whatever, you know, Miss just nice Al. And uh (laughs) but I do feel a little bit like I've betrayed my kids because they both (laughs) like, like I feel like I have a, like a secret that they don't know about because I don't think I've shown my daughters my real hair color and they'll notice my roots and the, but like it doesn't, you know, I don't know if it's registered that like, that's what my hair's supposed to look like. That you're living a lie. <laughs> yes, I, know, I. You know, someday I'll tell them. You know, someday they'll figure out Santa. They'll figure out my hair. They'll figure
3: out all that stuff, and I'll just have to be honest. My daughters have betrayed me because <laughs> they're just golden-haired. Little. Oh, their hair is. <laughs> I know, know
2: it's. It's the most beautiful thing. It's well, unbelievable.
3: It's, it's spectacular gold. It, yes. No, I, I, they walk around and I'm just like, well, How weird did this come from?" But it's, you know, whatever. <laughs> I thought my youngest was going to be my dark-haired kid and she betrayed me. She went the other way. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. Yes, yeah. my youngest is blonde, blonde. Elliot is like light brown, sandy blonde, and Owen is blonde.
2: It's so weird. So weird.
1: I know. Yes. Jinx. Um One more gal chatty question, and then we're moving on to some other stuff. But, and this is very gal chat, so much that we got to hear it again. Gal chat. How many bottles of shampoo do you have going on in your shower at any one time? Because I have um, currently six. Ooh, and I realized this is like one of those things where you where you like shake off the myths that you've been indoctrinated with, I realized I have this idea that you got to switch them up to, I don't know, to keep your hair on its toes. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) but I just have this idea that like, if you stick with one, then you start to experience like shampoo fatigue or something. Mm -hmm. I think it comes from Neutrogena used to run ads in, in the magazines I read, which was like sassy 17, um, YM teen saying that you got to periodically use Neutrogena to like reset your hair. I, (laughs) I don't think that makes sense either. I don't know if it was like a clarifying thing like to remove the residue or the buildup. So periodically I, I, was, I would do that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I still... Like today I used a different one just to keep my hair guessing.
2: I don't know I why. It. I don't think it's real. You're what like, about you guys? You're like playing games with your hair. <laughs>
1: That's right.
2: I'm doing the <laughs> rules.
1: That book with the rules with my hair.
2: <laughs> I you probably have win. three or four, but here's my problem is I don't think I've ever used shampoo and conditioner correctly. Um, mm. Like, I've always used way too much conditioner. And I have a hairstylist now who's very honest with me, uh, very blunt. He but you is need that. So I mean, wonderful. not you personally. Everyone needs no, no, that. Right. But he tells me when I'm wrong and he's – when I first started getting my hair done with him, he was disgusted with my choice of shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> and now he <laughs> makes me buy the expensive, like nicer stuff. Cause, and I have noticed a difference in my hair. But I overuse the conditioner because he's always like, you should – like I always run out of conditioner well before the shampoo. So I'm, I don't know if hmm. I'm not washing my hair well enough or I'm over conditioning. So I, I have multiple shampoos, but it's only because – when I, run out of, or when I run out of one conditioner, I'll tell my hairstylist and he'll say, well, this time you need moisture, extra a triple moisturizer one. Mm. Or this time I want you to get the one that's just for blonde hair. Or this time I want you to get damaged, extreme, your hair's a disaster, whatever. I think that's what it's called, your hair's a disaster, <laughs> mm-hmm. shampoo. And I'll just buy whatever he tells me because I listen. And, um, so that's why I have multiple shampoos cause I always run out of conditioner first and then I still buy the set, yeah. you know,
1: which one was he disgusted by? Was it your Kirkland? Cause I remember that used to be your go-to, right?
3: <laughs> yes, I don't hate was, that.
2: He was so mad at me. Kirkland I used forever. And then for a while I was just using a L'Oreal one cause Amazon would just send it to me and it was so easy. And then I got a stern talking to, and I have never gone back.
1: Mm. I've used, I use some drugstore brands. Is that what it is? Yeah, is that, is that his problem with those or is it some specific ingredient or something?
2: Well, I think because my hair is so processed that yeah. the drugstore stuff just doesn't do, it just masks the problems, right? Like it just puts kind of gunk on it instead mm. of- You need
1: Neutrogena. <laughs> <that's Reset>. right. <laughs> I need the reset. Wait. And so what brands did he, is he steering you toward?
2: Um, it's a giant bottle that I buy at the salon. I can't remember what it's called. Red not redkin. I think it's a different one. Um Olaplex? Maybe. I used that for a while, but I it's a different one right now. I can't remember. Mm. But I do like it I and mean, my hair is done significantly better. Um, but I you're gonna have, have to really text know.
1: the name of it to every single listener of this show.
3: <laughs>
2: It's going to take a long time. I'll text you. Okay.
3: Um, <laughs> MK, what about you? So building on a theme, uh, yours is called, what, what was yours? Your hair is a disaster. Yeah. Mine is called Whatever My Husband Buys.
1: <laughs> I, oh, wow.
3: Yeah. Uh, I have never been um, particular about that. I will say before uh, events, or if I feel like my hair has been styled more than usual, um, I will do an Olaplex for a little while in there. I will say my husband buys nicer stuff than I do, so it's like that. That helps. I'm a cheap. I'm a Kirkland all the way drugstore. Um, he buys slightly ni- nicer stuff, so there's that. But yes, I do have to infuse little Olaplex every now and then into my routine because the cell re- regeneration ain't what it used to be over here, and uh, <laughs> you just Is it gotta heal the Olaplex conditioner, the the mm-hmm. number five. Yes.
1: I only know of Olaplex because I saw stylists posting about it, and so then I looked it up, and then I got it on Amazon, and I do use it sometimes.
3: It, d- it made good. a difference yeah. for me. I also have tried the Moroccan,
1: yes, stuff. Moroccan my- oil.
3: Yeah. Um. Well, I.
1: St- what am I? What is my main go-to right now? Um, I sometimes I use Prose, which was a sponsor. I like their shampoo. Um, I use. It's called Nigel or Milbon or something. It's Japanese. Um, And it's, and I like that one. And then I, Jenna, your guy would really have a problem with me, but uh, I haven't used it in a while. But Clairol Herbal Essences smells so good. That's the it one where you have an uh, you, so a, a
3: good. orgasm I mean, that's in the shower. That's...
2: <laughs> right. I know. It smells so good. That was like the shampoo of our dreams when I was in high school. Like mm-hmm. everybody used that one. Oh, the mm-hmm. smell. Yeah.
1: You know what else smells really? Well, I haven't smelled it in years, but smelling it in the locker room when I was young, I, I was like, I want I want that hair. Finesse. Finesse mm-hmm. used to smell so good.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder yes.
1: if it still does. Um, and I, there's also an Aveno one that I like. Tone Zone shampoo.
0: Uh, tell us. I there are multiple things on this. I first of all don't really wash my hair very often at all.
1: I feel like that's that. not that uncommon. I feel like there's guys who no. just rinse or use soap or something.
0: I feel yeah. I feel like some people you tell that I tell that to and. They're like, stay what you said. And then other people are like, What? That's disgusting. But like no one is I've straight up asked like ex girlfriends and stuff, like, do you notice my hair smelling bad? Or anything? Like, no one ever has. Uh it te- it just when I wash You wait wash until it, you break
1: up with them and then you contact them, that's so mm-hmm. weird.
0: Yeah, I text them. Yeah. By
1: the way <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh, but when I wash it too, it it's very short right now, but like when I wash it it gets it's it, it too like puffy after I wash it and I I don't like that immediate look. look after the wash. And uh, and aside from getting... I get kind of a dry scalp often. So because of that, I've been using the Tea Tree Special shampoo that was recommended to me. There you go. Nature I, is
3: it, healing. You got to let it get that get that sweat in there. A little dirt. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Yeah, that was recommended <laughs> to me. So I use that every now and then. And that's about it. I think that's all that's in my shower. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sticking with this method because... Uh, I'm 42 now, and I still have all my hair. Uh, there you go. And I remember my dad having a big bald spot way before this age. So I'm mm. just glad that it's uh, it's here still.
3: I need a full-on serial podcast about Jenna's ratio of shampoo and conditioner because I have never heard of such a thing. We need a we need an eight-part series about this.
2: I we do because something's wrong with me, and I always run out of conditioner, and I think. Is it, am I doing it wrong? I think I am. <laughs> well, it, yeah, I'm a, I'm a maniac, you guys. I'm a maniac.
3: Well, your hair's very like. conditioned. We know it that.
2: It is to a fault, I think.
3: How,
1: I let's dig into this. <laughs> How much shampoo are you using? Like in a coin size amount? Oh, a, a nickel, a quarter, maybe. Okay, maybe the problem is you're not using enough shampoo.
2: But I lather and I get the scrub. I get and the you, scrub. all around. Yeah. How often? How often are
1: you washing your hair?
2: Not very often. I will say I condition more than I wash. Uh,
1: well, I, okay. Uh oh. I don't know if you can get eight episodes so, out of this. Here's <laughs> the, the problem. No, no, no. Hey, I agree with Tone Zone.
3: a story. That's true. I agree
2: with Tone Zone on the don't wash your hair every time because then your hair's too clean. There is a, there is a too clean hair situation where it's just a big poof ball. I feel that way too. And in the summertime, I don't blow dry my hair hardly ever because it's Georgia and it's hot and it's sticky. And why am I bothering? So I will not wash my hair. I will condition it and then I will rinse it. But the conditioner like weighs it down. And then I kind of get that wavy look as Mm. it air dries but if I wash it and condition it, then it's like too poofy. It's just a big poof ball in the humidity.
3: There's a so, science, okay? Yeah. In the <laughs> south it is a it's a whole thing. I my hair could not withstand that though. It would it would just flatten. Just be matted.
1: <laughs> like how no, like many, many times thing. how many times I don't know if you can quantify it like this. How often is it that you just condition and you don't wash?
2: No, I mean it's just a real shoe, Allison.
1: I mean, I really,
2: <laughs> there, I really are, think
1: this is why you're going through shampoo through conditioner faster.
2: There are days when I don't. I mean, there are weeks when I don't wash my hair for five days. We don't know. But you're conditioning in there. No, that's like you oh. know, I got the dirty mop head. Okay. I got the thing going on up here. Uh, I'm. It makes I'm no a sense. Complicated shower. <laughs> it makes no sense. And I showers and I. I I shower because I stink and I can't not shower, but I will get in. I will do a 30 second shower if possible. Like I don't like getting in the shower. I think it's a real pain in the butt. So I will like get in rinse as fast as I can. Soap, soap, soap and all the important places. And then I'm out. Really? Cause I can't stand it. It's just like, I, why do I have to do this every day? That's how <laughs> I, really I feel. so
1: much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's how I feel.
1: But once I'm in, then I'm in. You and sometimes, yeah, sometimes I waited so long to get in that I don't have the time to really like luxuriate or just hang out under the hot water, However, yeah. semantics. And Gross. then I'll sort of, <laughs> I'll like be hanging out in there just like, Ugh. and then um, I remember, wait a minute, this was supposed to be a fast one. But I never, once I'm in, I'm never like, got to wrap it up, got to get out. I always just want to stay in. And I think, why did why was it so hard for me to get in? But it really is always, I never pop up and get in the shower right away. Like, unless it's one of those days where I set my alarm for six because I have to be somewhere at seven or something, which is rare. Yeah,
2: no, showering is a pain. I don't enjoy it. See, and Al is the opposite and he thinks I'm crazy. He's like, I, you get in and out so fast. I can't even believe that you're actually showered. Because Al's like, <laughs> I want to get in the shower and I want to be in there until the water bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, <laughs> and we're just complete opposites. But I can't do it. I can't linger. I just got to, Ugh, I don't like being wet. I don't like the whole thing. I'm like a dog or a cat. Cats don't like being wet, right? Yeah. I think I yeah.
3: lose track of time in there. So I intend to be fast and it doesn't go that way. <laughs> if I don't wash my hair, I'm in and out quickly. But I yeah. think it's, I, the time warp happens with the hair washing somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm not, I'm middle, middle of the road. My husband likes to take a bath, which is oh, a funny thing. That's our, that's our disconnect. I'm like, well, enjoy that, hon. <laughs> <laughs> How does he like set the mood? Oh, no, goes on? he lights a candle. He likes, oh the, my God. he likes the whole picture. Your husband is like the manliest
1: man that ever manned. Hey, now. <laughs> Sorry, except for Tony.
0: <laughs> Thank
3: you. Right, <laughs> honorary, except for Sorry. honorary gal, Tony. I mean, he's is just it, neck and neck. Is it that he is so manly that he feels very free to do, to enjoy such a thing? I mean, Probably. I think it's the two Seems go like together. It. He's very, he's not, he, it's not a secret. He enjoys a no. bath. It, it, it doesn't hide it. It's, 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 I wish I enjoyed dignified. one. He enjoys baths yeah. as much as we do in theory. Like, I always think it's going to be fun. And then I'm like, eh, that wasn't very relaxing. I have, and I have talked about this and I have written about this. It'll probably
1: be on my tombstone. I have tried to enjoy baths so many times, especially because my sister is like, the queen of baths, aside from your husband, MK. Um, She loves lush products. She's all about like, she has feelings about different people's bathtubs. If she goes somewhere and sees a great big bathtub, she definitely has something to say about it. Um, And in my old apartment, I had a big bathtub that she coveted that bath experience. And I took one bath in there, probably (laughs) in the whole time I was there. Um, I keep trying i want i want to experience this bath splendor but i get in and then i get bored and then i think now what and then i get out and then i think once again just like when i i keep trying to figure out if i can tolerate cucumbers and i just every time i'm like oh yeah i don't like them i don't like baths, i don't like cucumbers end of
2: story for me who i am (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't do it. Baths are weird. Baths are weird. I think I feel that way too. We've all romanticized the bath. But the thing is, I find things about the bath to be good in some respect, but also disappointing. Like a bath bomb. Like the name sounds amazing. Like I'm going to put this in the bath. It's going to do something magnificent. But it doesn't. You put the bath bomb. It's like a little fizzle. Yes. What is this? Just slippery water? What it's is like this? It's like It's the weirdest. Yes. Yeah, I want a bigger reaction i want like fireworks yes i want want an actual bomb yes something more explosive something to just like oh this is what i'm looking for but mostly i just put it in and i'm like well yeah, it's like
0: (laughs) (laughs) just throw like a whole box of alka-seltzer in there
2: that's what it needs to be that's what i'm looking for yeah and
1: also the bath bomb is like okay that took 15
2: seconds now what (laughs) Now true. my bath is dirty. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yes. And then if you shave in the bath, you're like, I'm in the bath with all my tiny hairs. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't So here's the thing.
3: Oh God, I'm still
1: grossed out. I think people who take a bath as a form of hygiene f- follow it with a shower, which that sounds awful to me.
2: Yeah, right. That's just elongating the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I feel
3: like I have to do, which is why I don't enjoy it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like
0: it's a thing to get clean. Like, Hmm. because you're just, if you're dirty and you get in, you're just laying in your (laughs) filth, right? Yeah.
1: I Uh, recommend what I, and I have said this, I said it recently somewhere. I recommend the dry bath, which is just where you lay under a heated throw. It's like the warmth and the soothing, but without the water. It's not I'm really I, – I just call it a dry bath. It's just oh, me laying under a blanket. I'm be like,
2: is this like an electric blanket? <laughs> yes. Like, what is the situation? Electric, okay. It's an electric blanket. Do you, you run water? Do no. You no. The sound of running water <laughs> no. while you're under the electric blanket? That would actually make it worse
1: to me because then I'd be like, I got to get up before <laughs> the, the house floods. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, to go
2: to the bathroom. You know, just like an app. It's like this is called, this is called dry bath. It's your app. <laughs> and you turn it on and it sounds like you're in the bathroom and then you put on the weighted blanket like you're under the water. It's a whole yeah. experience. Speaking you of hear, stuff, you hear 15 seconds of a bath bomb sizzle out.
3: Yes. There
2: you go. <laughs> Speaking of Speaking of stuff like this, you know what's not
1: disappointing? Uh, Simply Earth Essential Oils. Perhaps you, like me, in the past have invested money in essential oils that you aren't using because you just have them sitting on your shelf and you don't know what to do with them. They're, they're, they can be confusing. Not Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box will help you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils. You get four pure essential oils and natural ingredients delivered to your doorstep. Use the easy-to-follow recipes to make six different products with the oils and ingredients found in the box. So like a face mist, a lip balm, so much more. Enjoy the peace of mind that comes with using natural products that you know the ingredients of. So this is like a meal subscription kit, but more fun and less edible. Um, And you get to make fun products that will detoxify your home and you learn safe ways to use essential oils. And the best part is these oils don't break the budget. And I'm actually holding the Citrus Burst essential oil, which is my favorite, although I I really also like the juniper berry and the grapefruit and um, the other one that I'm forgetting the name of. Let me look. I think I'm, I'm going to mispronounce it, but it smells so good. It's copaiba, 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 I, just the scent coming out of the box. No, it's not the scent coming out of the box. It's the scent coming out of the one in my hand. Um, I'm in a reverie right now, you guys. You can't tell. You can't smell it because we're on Zoom. Maybe you can. Probably not, though. Simply Earth's essential oils are 100% pure and come from the best farms all over the world. Using essential oils to support your wellness doesn't have to be overwhelming. Have fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box. Plus, get a free $20 gift card when you subscribe using my URL, simplyearth.com bestfriend. Again, that's simplyearth.com bestfriend. Um, I also want to tell you guys about story worth. I don't know if you're familiar with story worth. I've talked about them on the show before and, and whenever I do, people go out and they get it and then they contact me to tell me how much they love it. This is such a great gift. Um, for someone in your family. These days, we have many ways to stay in touch with family, even when we can't visit them in person. Um, And I'm connecting with loved ones everywhere and learning family history I never knew about. StoryWorth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with family, especially with relatives you might not get to see often. It's an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their Memories and personal thoughts, it's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. So the way it works is you sign up for a subscription, you give it to someone you love whose stories you want to preserve, and each week they are sent uh, a story prompt. So it could be like, what odd, jo- odd jobs did you have? Like, what was your experience learning to drive? Um, you know, what do you remember about your grandparents? That that one might be more open-ended than the way they are. Um, but there's a whole list of questions that you choose from, and you can even design your own as well. Uh, and like, I got this for my dad. I thought I had heard every single story that he had multiple times. And I got to learn all this stuff about him. And at the end of the year, StoryWorth um like binds it into a hardcover book. It just It's such a great keepsake. It's such a wonderful gift. It's such a good thing for the family. Um, it's just, I just can't say enough good things about it. Connect with family and discover untold stories with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash bestfriend. you get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash friend. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash best friend for $10 off. And we're back. Okay. Question. No, you know what? MK got married since the last Whoa.
2: time we talked. She, the last
1: time she was on this show, she had the just. Thank you. Thank you. Thank just you. gotten engaged. Um, the surprise engagement. Mm-hmm. And now you're married how was it? Where was it? I know I've seen pictures, but every time I look at the pictures, I'm like, where was this? It's so beautiful. Okay.
3: So, well, we got uh, engaged last October and uh, we wanted to just get her done. Uh, so, <laughs> I pushed for something. Oh, well, he wanted something beachy and I was like, great. That means we can do it in the winter slash early spring. Somehow, we decided on the date, March 7th. Ooh. That's my anniversary. No, March 8th is my anniversary. March 7th in Aruba. It was the last yeah. great guilt-free party of 2020. No It kidding. was wow. just days before everything yeah. shut down. Uh, we came back on the Wednesday after the wedding. By Friday, the kids were out of school. Uh, and I told my husband... I mean, you knew you were going to be married with two kids, but now you are really married with two kids. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes the challenge. I mean, it was an extreme situation. I would say our, our dystopian honeymoon period uh, required some adjusting. But the original wedding was fantastic. I don't know. We were just got lucky picking that date. Uh, everyone who came was healthy. There were no... I, we were holding, crossing our fingers when we got back home because we realized, oh, this could have been a bigger deal than we realized. Um, and then everyone was okay. So we had a blast. And it actually was great because all the people who got together there, including grandparents and grandkids and cousins, then couldn't see each other for months. So we got this one last time together before things really got weird. Uh, so we were very thankful for that. And uh, And then we came home to... Fight for a month to figure out how to do this. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Seriously. I mean, you just just practice and we we figured it out.
1: (laughs) I didn't realize it was right before. My -hmm. sense of time is all confused. Um, Yes. Yeah. I've never. Wait, where is Aruba?
3: I only Uh, know it from um, that song. Off the (laughs) coast of. It's off the coast of beautiful Venezuela. (laughs) It's like, but it is near, but as well, that's where it is. Yeah. Um, and it's well, it gorgeous. And yeah, we had a blast. It was, how are it your, was good how, times. How are your
1: kids doing in quarantine?
3: Um, they have done pretty well. They are, I feel lucky that we have kids. Um, it's sort of a sweet spot where they are a little bit independent. They can take care of themselves. They entertain each other. They still like hanging out with us and think we're cool. So they're not sullen preteens. <laughs> Although my seven-year-old can fake it pretty well. Um, and so I think for that reason, they've done pretty well. My schedule is I'm blessed to be very flexible. Uh, my husband was sort of out of work for a couple of weeks, but then they started rotating him back in. Um, and I don't know. My they, just ha- they read, they play games. I've been pretty happy, but they are very social. So at the very beginning, when we would... If we went out, I would say you cannot talk to these people on the street. They did not care for that uh because yeah. they want to make friends with everyone uh so that was tough, and I think that still takes a toll because they just don't get to see as many people as they would like
1: yeah jenna how how are how are your gals doing
2: uh they're Good. Now, um, they are still mad that they haven't been on the airplane very much this year. They talk about it regularly because yep. <laughs> last year we were flying like once a month at least. They were too with me to go work. And so they're like, uh, when do we go to the airport? When are we doing the airport thing? <laughs> but with the RV trips that we've taken and with – they're actually back in preschool. So our, we're at a private preschool and it's open. And um, so far, so good. Nobody's been sick. Nobody's had any issues. So they're back in preschool and like that's been two weeks now and, or three weeks now and they're like, um, Sam goes four days a week and Dylan goes two days a week and they just are like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. We have friends. We have people. And they, like, they, they can't associate with any of the other kids in the school because the way they're doing it is like each like class p- is their bubbles, own pod. Right? Mm-hmm. But they don't care. They're like, they just love those six other kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like the cutest. (laughs) They're so happy. And we're just crossing our fingers that it stays okay. Cause right now everything's doing really well in our little town. And we're just like really hopeful. (laughs) I feel like I'm holding my breath all the time. Like, are we okay? Is it okay? But, um, they, their happiness level has increased significantly. I mean, they were doing fine at home, truthfully, But I just see there's, like, um, they just, they're the same way. They want to make friends with every single person they meet. It's funny because I have kids who are even, like, far more social than I ever was. And so they, like, love having friends. And they, it's just, it's nice to see them filling their bucket again Mm -hmm. in a different kind of way instead of having to just follow me around and, like, what are we doing now? And what's, what should we do now? And can we call this person and can we go somewhere and can we do this? Can we do that? So it's really nice. Really been a great couple of weeks seeing them thrive again at school.
1: I remember when we recorded the Patreon episode, you were, you were in Utah. You just done your special. Yeah. Um, and you were saying that you think you're going to send it back, but you're not sure you have to assess when you get back. Yeah. Um, but hearing this is, I'm still. We're still going back and forth about whether to send Elliot back. We're probably going to. We just are sort of dragging our feet because we see my parents and they're both high risk and la la la. Um, but hearing what you're saying makes me feel like uh, we really should because I think Elliot's bucket is empty.
2: Yeah, I, yeah I mean, it's it is. It's funny to see how they're doing fine and kids are so tough and stamina and all that stuff. But when you see. Oh, this is How like your true be. personality. Like this right. is, you're, you get in the car and you have 10,000 things to tell me because you had this thought and that thought. And also turns out I'm not that great of a teacher because they're in two and a half or three weeks, whatever it's been they've learned more than I taught them all summer. So I don't know if it's me or they just don't want to listen to me that much or whatever. I think it's
1: just socialization. It's just the difference between being at home versus being around other people, their age in that environment. I think. Yeah. Yeah. They're just,
3: it's nice to see. Yeah. I can see mine light up. We have, we have a sort of a pack of neighborhood kids, which is really nice. It's sort of like a nineties flashback over here. Um, (laughs) Where they did, they're you know they can run around in the open air and I feel fine about that. Um, And across the way, there are two back decks that sort of face each other with the neighbors. And um, and one of our neighbors, comically on the balcony, is named Juliet. And they they spent they spent all the time we were stuck in the house yelling over the balcony to Juliet. um, And now they're friends, (laughs) and they can sort of they can meet on the ground now. We've everybody's mom is comfortable with that. Um, And they do. They just once they realize that they don't have to play with just me and their sister anymore, they're like, "Whoa, oh, revolutionary. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very sweet. Yeah.
1: So we have something special. It is a who knows MK best
2: quiz. Oh,
1: Now this came together a little last minute and that is a hundred percent Daniel's fault. I don't know why, <laughs> but I don't know why he's dragging his heels on. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's totally my fault. So We don't have a song, but I'm it's sure time. Tony can play something to usher it in.
0: Well, you know what I normally play, but I feel like this is more appropriate today. Uncle Ramsey.
2: Tuba Town. <laughs> 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 Tuba Town. Oh, the,
1: best band band. the best band ever. Great band. So I have paper. Do we need paper? Maybe we do. Jenna, do you have something to write on? Tony, do you yeah. have something to write
3: on? Yeah, I can make that happen. Yeah, I I had a pen, but it's already lost. Oh, I got it. Well, I don't know that you need a pen. I know, just you know, but it makes me feel better. It's like, yes. Okay. okay.
1: All right. Here comes the Who Knows MK Best Quiz. So you'll ask the question. We will write our answers down, and then we'll go around, give our answers, and then you'll say whether you'll say what the right answer is. Okay. So question. Answer. Question. Answer. Okay. okay.
3: All right. Here we go. Uh, let's start off with Ooh,
0: the nice. drama.
3: <laughs> This is stiff competition. Also, I appreciate the last minute request because that is how I operate. I would not have started that's on right. it any earlier. So that's right. Fine.
1: I always, you, you, this is a compliment. You, <laughs> you are such an accomplished, get shit done person. And so I forget. That you are also like a procrastinator, last minute D- you, you wish
3: you were more organized kind of person. Oh, yes. Wish it so much. I, in <laughs> fact, married basically a life coach for me, so we're working on it. Um, but yes, this was, I thrive. Uh, that came in and I said, sure, let's, let's do it. So, number Perfect. one. Um, Mary Catherine's favorite part of fall. Favorite part of fall. A pumpkin spice latte. Football. Halloween or apple picking with Bay in a cozy sweater? Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> All right, I have my answer.
0: <laughs> Could I hear those one more time? Me too. I'm sorry. Sure.
3: Pumpkin spice latte. Football. Halloween or apple picking with Bay in a cozy sweater? <laughs>
1: all right everyone have their answer yes oh yeah i'm gonna guess football because you like sports i feel like you have pride in certain teams you dress up for them (laughs) and uh that's what i think (laughs) yes football go georgia the gators they're florida what Oh my gosh! Dogs. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like she's trolling me. But I she know not. that's like so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Wait, who? Are, well What's the? What's the Florida? The Georgia team? Dogs. 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 Mm. dogs.
0: Go dogs, Tony. I also said football.
3: You guys are all correct. I was hoping I would flip, throw you off a little bit with Halloween, but football is correct.
2: Yeah, I mean and you do Halloween well. I, I you love
3: this Halloween. You do it very well. But. Uh, I also will say that. Allison's description of my sports fandom is one that I will cherish forever. <laughs> Just clip that and sports? save it. You dress you up pride. for him. You have allegiances to teams. <laughs> um, you wear that. you wear stuff up for your team when you go on on. It's, uh, you, it's on TV. It's true. Uh, Jenna Jenna has you seen know, me in action is. for game day as well. There's a, there's the so much themed clothing. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, we, we each wh- have a point. We're all on yes. the board. All right. What was the name of the coffee house in Durham, North Carolina, where Mary Catherine misspent her youth mm. and some of her dollars and loitered for long periods of time? Okay. Was it a latte laughs, but first coffee, <laughs> <laughs> or espresso self? Oh, no.
2: I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Okay, I have a guess. Me too. Jenna let us what know. What was when the you're... second
3: one? Uh, second one was, but first, coffee. Oh, okay. Um. All right, I don't know.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm going to guess espresso self, both because I know of two coffee places with names that are similar. And a latte, and no one changed their answer though, just because I'm so persuasive. A latte laughs, <laughs> eh. and um, but first coffee. That's just an Instagram and a wood sign thing. I don't think there's actually a coffee house named that. Again, no one changed their answer just because I'm persuasively and and right, persuasively right. Okay, h- who's next?
2: I said espresso, espresso yourself as well. I'm trying to prove it that I didn't change. My okay, answer. Good, yeah. good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Tony. Uh, and I don't even remember. I, I literally just wrote down the first one you said. Uh, okay, I that was no a latte idea. laughs. Okay. So,
3: no. The correct answer is espresso self. Yes. Oh, yay. Yes. Yes. All right. And I will have you guys know, because my integrity is important to me, I fact checked that with several friends today because I was afraid it was so silly that I had heard it on a sitcom and it was not <laughs> my actual life. Uh, <laughs> but it was, in fact, espresso self.
1: Basically. I also misspent my youth at a coffee place. Mine was called Rock and Java. Um, mm. Did you like ever? Did you ever date anyone you met there?
3: No, but that was, was a whole social scene. That was like the place where you would go to see if somebody liked you. You'd be yeah, you know, oh. drink, drinking your terrible mocha uh, and yeah. listening to some terrible punk band downstairs.
1: Didn't it was- seem like we all discovered coffee at the same time? And was that a cultural thing or just an age rite of passage thing? Jenna, for you it would be Diet Coke. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> I think it was. I think it was just a high. Well, the nineties in high school coincided for me, so I can't tell yeah. which one it was. Yeah.
0: I do feel like that is when Starbucks like really became a yeah. thing, too.
1: Right. I feel like coffee houses really had a moment, or I became aware of them all at once. I don't well, know.
2: and friends, yeah, help.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so. Jenna and I each have two points. Tone zone, you have one. But respectable.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for treating a gal. Uh, by with the way, respect. I did
3: not know for whom I was writing this quiz. So I, I hope that it's it's hitting the, the right spot here. Okay. Um, for what?
1: Wait, what are the options of for, for whom the quiz was written? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just
3: didn't know who was on the Thursday show. I never uh, asked. Oh, oh wait, uh, you didn't know Jenna was going to be on? Nope.
2: I oh knew my everything God. was
3: coming. Oh, I, I ben- thought I had told you. Oh, that's no, hilarious. but it's okay because I like surprises and I like to just fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> um, I'm so glad I ta- tailored this experience exactly the way you like it. <laughs> I was sure I told
1: you because my whole thing was trying to get you guys on together. No, I Surprise! Love it. And it is delightful. <laughs>
2: <Surprise>!
3: <laughs> I'm so pumped. Um. Oh my God. All right, here we go. For what country icon... Was MK's first post college, well, for my first ever, like, on my own pet, was a cat. For what country icon was she named? Was it June Carter Cash? Was it Jolene of mm. Dolly Song fame? Fancy of Reba McIntyre song fame? Or Winona? The four, four choices again June Carter Cash, Jolene. Fancy, famous country prostitute. <laughs> or, <laughs> why not?
0: Right, oh.
3: I have no clue, MK.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: I really can't get over the fact that I didn't mention to you that Jenna was going to be on. What's wrong with me? I mean, mm-hmm. not that it. Not that it changes anything, but still.
3: And I've also missed many a memo in my life. So that's entirely possible as well. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. You missed it. You missed the
1: uh, memorandum that I sent. Okay. Uh, I am going to guess D. Wynona. although I was very tempted by Fancy, but I don't know if you'd do two C's in a row. Again, no one changed their answer. Okay. Jenna?
2: I said fancy because I'm, I mean, I'm purely guessing on this one. So this is Same. like, yeah. They're all good cat names. They, I know. They all work <laughs> fine. Yeah. I just.
0: Tone zone. Uh, I also said Wynona, but was tempted by Jolene, but ended up going My- Wynona.
3: The correct answer is fancy. <gasps> oh, Jenna pulls into the lead. And she was a, uh, she was a sort of a barn cat that someone rescued and named fancy. And I tried to rename her because I thought it was just too on the nose for a cat named Fancy. And then right. someone told me she actually was originally named for the Reba McIntyre song. And I thought, oh, well, that makes it better. I'm okay <laughs> it with it. Is a now. story? You know, a background. <laughs> she has a dark backstory. I'm yes. into this. I like um, it. So she's a social climber. Anyway, rest her soul. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Jenna is in the lead with three. And we know that this quiz was not written for Jenna.
2: No, no, we know that for sure. This actually it, worked yeah.
3: out nicely because I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, rig right. it at all. So here we go. <laughs> I didn't overthink it. Yeah, um, you're welcome. My favorite item of COVID-era clothing has been my husband's Under Armour sweatpants. My old sports bra. A barbecue tank top that says, I love my butt rubbed and my pork pulled. (laughs) I hope it's that. Or my UGG slippers. Can we hear those again? Yes. Number one, husband's underarm or sweatpants. Two, or B, I guess we can go with that. B, uh, an old sports bra. C, a barbecue tank top with... The message, I love my butt rubbed and my pork pulled, or my Uggs slippers. I'm ready. This is okay. hard.
2: This is really hard.
0: <laughs> I, I have
1: a guess. I'm guessing,
2: I, guessing as well.
1: I feel like I'm wrong, but I'm going to say your husband's Under Armour sweatpants. My hesitation is that I f- feel like he's taller than you. By a bit, so I don't know how these are fitting you, but I guess they are. <laughs> <laughs> I guessed the sweatpants
3: too.
0: So did I.
3: Oh, we wrong. all got it wrong. I'll it's you. Uggs. All of you wrong. It was the Uggs slippers. Damn it! Really? Oh, yes. See, I can't believe. Okay, way off. I actually have this tank top. Yes, I do. <laughs> Time, <laughs> and babe. the reason the reason that it is I, I do I like all these items of clothing and I do wear the sweatpants they are too long and I don't care they're great um, I wear all these items the UGG slippers I'm a real believer these days my children make fun of me because I don't even put real shoes on to go out of the house anymore they have real bottoms I just yes, wear slippers they everywhere I
2: have them they're the best
3: yeah they so are. I don't know when I'm going back to regular shoes uh, but the tank top I wore. <laughs> in the middle of the summer at one point, and <laughs> I forgot that my child had just learned to read.
0: <laughs> and
3: she's like, I like my butt. Robin was like, well, I'm going to have to retire this. <laughs> <time.">
0: <laughs> Wait,
3: are the Ugg slippers like like these? Is this the shape?
1: And um, now these are not, these are like Costco brand. So no,
0: yeah. these so are like,
2: you slip into Mine are in similar to, them. to that.
3: Mine are similar okay. to
2: that. Oh, mine are like slip in as well, but they don't have the the muff yes yeah
3: <laughs> the ornamental
2: they look kind of like uggs that just got cut off
3: got but, it mm-hmm. well i dig them i dig they em. are amazing i'm with you on that okay i think I, I have two more questions is that good okay yeah okay which of which of these diy craft or home improvement projects caused the least fighting in my mm. house uh-oh. The least okay. A. The downstairs bathroom, which you don't even set foot in, and I can't believe you have an opinion about this. <laughs> B. The accent wall in the living room, which is literally your favorite color and the color of all your clothes and car. Why are you arguing with me about this? <laughs> <laughs> the DIY floating shelves for homeschool supplies and books, which, my God, I can't find the freaking studs. Can you find the studs? Or the fire pit. Seriously, this is so many bricks. Do we have to carry this many bricks? It is so hot out here. So I will shorten them. Downstairs bathroom. Accent wall. Floating shelves. Fire pit. Which because one calls a, the least fighting? The least fighting.
0: Oh, the least fighting.
3: The least fighting.
0: I have. I don't know. I have a question because of the mm-hmm. uh, the hot outside comment. I don't know where you live.
3: Uh, in exact address, vir-
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> in in Virginia. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I used. To, where in Virginia? I used to mm. live in. I used to live in Richmond.
3: Northern Virginia. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. I have a guess.
0: Okay. Me too.
1: I'm going to say floating shelves, but I enjoyed all of them.
2: (laughs) Alison, are you in my head tonight? I might be. I'm saying the shelves. (laughs) Uh,
0: I went accent wall.
3: Mm. Okay. So the, the least fighting was the fire pit. No, (laughs) really?
0: See, I should have went with my kids. Partly
3: because, well, this is, and this is like the blessing of my husband, partly because the children did most of the work. Yeah, Instead that, of the yeah. two of us facing off, we brought them in as a cushion.
1: A so. buffer. That but the, the, shelves were,
3: the shelves were not problematic because the shelves are for organization. And his ethos allows for right. a lot of home this improvement practical, allows for organization. Yeah. 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 Wait, I have a question, though. The accent wall
1: that's the same color as your car, who's mm-hmm. saying that?
3: That's me to him.
1: Oh, okay. And then yes. the bathroom, you never go into it. Who's saying that? You to him? That's me to him again. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but look, all these projects get done and they all look pretty good. So That's, so That's amazing. No. We so haven't done it. We have a to-do list that just sits on our refrigerator mocking us we had so many plans so this is like this is our complimentary relationship I have big ideas but I don't know how to execute and he makes me execute and then I get annoyed that I am forced to finish the thing I started yeah
2: (laughs) MK you and I share a lot of similar personality traits and that literally defines how Al and I work together where I'm like Mm -hmm. all these details why are you telling me all this stuff yes (laughs) he's like this was literally your idea (laughs) yep Yep, um, that's so
1: interesting. I think, and I know that we just have one question left. But yeah. just, uh, I'm just, uh, just making it. What I don't know what I'm doing. The point is, there's something I'm where I'm. I'm just ex- making everyone I'll wait for. It. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the I'm the other one. In the yeah. uh, in the relationship, because not really in terms of like neither of us make each other do big ideas. That's the problem. But I'm the one who's like nagging Daniel to like finish things and to reminding him about details and stuff like that. Is that Al? And is that your husband? Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure.
3: Well, I, I know because on the podcast, when you say things like I'm really usually I'm really good at closing loops. And like making sure that people are set up for whatever. I'm like, what is that? I don't know. That's the last thing that I'm good at. Oh, no. I, I think I say that I'm, I always, I forget to close the loop.
1: Oh, well, that's me too, then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I forget to close loops.
3: Because I worst, do that all the time.
1: The worst example being when we were recording the Thursday show and then uh, another guest showed up because he thought that he, <laughs> <laughs> we needed him that night. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I I should have let you know. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, this is terrible. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see who wins. As we go into the final question, Jenna has three. Allison has two. Tony has one. So we're looking potentially at a tie, and then MK will have to do a tiebreaker.
3: Okay. Well, I have a backup question if we need it. Okay,
1: great. Okay.
3: What was MK's favorite concert? Mm. Was it the dave matthews band was it poison was it bright eyes or outcast oh girl
2: this is a tough one
3: all right i
1: have a guess me too
0: All right, you can end the music. Okay. I was, I was waiting for uh, Jenna to chime in.
2: Sorry, I, was, I thumbed oh. up it. Okay, yes, I have one. Go I well, am guessing
1: Outcast. So am I. Oh, we're, I, we're a block. S-
0: I was waiting for a, a country artist after the cat thing, but mm-hmm. so I figured the closest to that was Dave Matthews Band in a weird way. So that's my guess.
3: It was not the David Matthews band. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think we're going to have to hear that if you have it.
0: <laughs> I know I do. It just might. That's not a, a regularly Matthews coming band. up one. Oh. It might take me a minute. Although moment.
3: that was my first concert, which. Oh, really? I'm not oh, a huge fan, that. but that just happened to be my first com- concert. Um, the correct answer is outcast. so well done guys jenna you won (laughs) that makes me so happy i'm not competitive at all it's not only was it a good concert but it gives me some sort of cred because i saw them in must have been 1999 or 2000 uh at at the university of georgia in a very like on a little just like a recreational field right by my dorm they played this concert for probably 800 people it was very small, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. I think you discovered them. <laughs> that's so true. You can claim yes, that. That's actually true. You can. They should thank you. <laughs> um, wow! Well, no, I do. I love them, and my heart was broken when they did the Super Bowl in Atlanta, and they didn't reunite for it. I was like, "This is our moment." I know it. Outcast is coming back. No. No. <laughs> Never again. Sad. <laughs> did you happen to watch that show, Dispatches
1: from Elsewhere? Because. Andre three thousand. He's outcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he um, also was an heart. actor in it, my heart. and he's your heart. Oh well, you should watch it then.
2: He yeah, he's, he's in it. it. Yeah, uh, did you watch it, Jenna? Uh, uh-uh, but I remember seeing the commercials and yeah,
3: it. it was an interesting show. I will uh, watch it. I also think it's a sin he was not in Black Panther because who's a better alien than Andre three thousand? Handsome alien, shit. please heard it him here
1: first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, you guys. Recent events have reminded us how important and awesome healthcare professionals are. This time last year we were cheering for our favorite sports stars, MK. Today we rightly cheer for nurses, doctors, respiratory therapists, techs, and more. Um, FIGs has been cheering for healthcare professionals all along. Their mission is to celebrate healthcare pros and make sure they have the awesome scrubs they need to perform their best. Fig scrubs are engineered with the innovative functionality found in high-performance athletic apparel because healthcare pros deserve scrubs as epic as they are. So, yes, they specialize in scrubs, in medical apparel, etc. However, they have stuff that um, someone like Daniel or someone like me would, would – just regular people, regular non-people, non-medical environment people would want, like they have really cool hoodies that have lots of pockets. Um, I almost bought a lab coat. I don't know what I would have done with it, but it seemed like something cool to have. Um, FIG's proprietary Fion X fabric features Silvator antimicrobial and four-way stretch technology. They're also moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and liquid repellent and are ridiculously soft, plus lots of pockets. Some of their styles include over- Ten pockets. Figs wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy fifteen percent off your first order using code bestfriend fifteen at checkout. And if you're not working on the front lines, thank someone that is because Figs will give you fifteen percent off too. Head to wearfigs w e a r f i g s dot com and enter code bestfriend fifteen at checkout. Again, that's wearfigs w e a r f i g s dot com and enter code bestfriend fifteen at checkout. Get ready to love your scrubs
3: all oh, right wait can i just jump in and correct myself so the marvel army doesn't come after me wakanda yes, is a fictional nation not a fictional planet so what i meant was hot superhero guy with possibly magical powers there we go there you go G-
1: thank you leave me alone marvel people <laughs> i just rolled with it i just went with
3: it um
0: i didn't listen, even notice guys, i was busy uh trying to find this
3: the David this Matthews is my cable band. news paranoia coming to bear here i'm like oh my gosh i just said a thing that was wrong <laughs>
1: I totally get it. Um, all right. Let's hear that again. But let me just explain. I am so sure that I did not say the David Matthews band. we feel like my, this
2: before, Allison. I, I know.
1: I don't understand. It's like my mouth let's spasmed. Hear let's hear it. The David Matthews band.
2: Yes, you definitely said <laughs> It's David. very I clear. I I mean, that is a David. I'm That's landed. a deep fake It's a deep <laughs> fake I don't know what you get out of
1: doing it that way But someone someone is pranking me Let's do some Just Me or Everyone
0: Sometimes I ponder on Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone
1: all right, this is from Marcy Sheehan, and it is a follow-up to something we were talking about before because um, someone wrote in and said, I don't understand p- people who would leave their read receipts on. So Marcy Sheehan says, I agree with the read receipts, JMO, but my husband and stepkids have ours set where only each other gets re- read receipts, just so we know if the family is seeing texts. Every other contact is set up with no read receipt. Now this blew my mind and also like exhausted me I don't know why I had a weird sort of technological overwhelm and ennui upon hearing it. I didn't even know you could like set it this way, did you
2: guys? No,
3: this
0: is I, news to me. I've not done it, but I think I did know. I feel like I've heard of that, and I can understand it for in certain cases, but uh yeah, I've never done it.
2: I just think yeah. it's one more layer of
3: stress
0: yeah,
2: that I have to add to my life.
3: Yeah. I think I'm the person who would accidentally have them on. That would be me. I don't <laughs> I don't think about whether I should have them on. I don't know how to access that setting. Oh. Al okay. does. I was just gonna say like it's like the first thing yeah. Al does. Like nobody can know my
2: business. I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um on LinkedIn
1: Which I never log into LinkedIn. But I still get emails from them like telling me, you know, congratulate this person that you like on deliberately aren't talking to on their work Mm -hmm. anniversary or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can set it so that you can see who's looked at your profile. But if you do that, then they see then it's clear which profiles you're looking at. So I feel uh, like, pe- I, like occasionally in the day I had said it that way, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to switch it back before I look at anyone's profiles. So occasionally I'll get worried that like, what if I never set it back?
3: Um, it's similar see, to...
1: And I was just going to
3: say, if ever, if ever I happen to be snooping, that's the one place I don't like to go because I don't understand that business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking into someone, but I don't want them to see this, and I'm uncomfortable with LinkedIn yeah i can't exactly. i like shut mine down i don't have one anymore
2: because so i'm like why am i using this
1: yeah i don't know why i'm using it either like i don't
3: any
0: i don't think i'm gonna get a job through it i'm kidding no one looking. has ever gotten a job through it i don't think i've ever heard someone say they got anything out of it
3: so this is something i'm being project managed on so, but i've been it's like so far down my list if i had a list uh that i haven't <laughs> gotten to it but but my husband's convinced that i need to shape up my linkedin I got to shape oh. it up and for I haven't shaped it up. Um, I mean, it has a current headshot, but I guess that's, that's about it. I mean, what, I they I'll have endorsements would... and stuff. What am I endorsed for talking? I don't, she's good at that. <laughs> All right. I'll endorse you. No, Thanks. but really like for what would you be shaping this for? What opportunities are going to roll your way? I mean, I think, I think the idea is that that is a net that I am not using. Uh, and that there are people in political circles or there are people oh. in corporate circles that might be in that arena. I think it's probably more likely for me than for people who are working in comedy. I not although I don't know, for is, sure. is it like TikTok? There's a whole subculture of LinkedIn comedy. I don't know.
2: There could be in like corporate <laughs> gigs and things, but I shut it down because I'm like, I am stressed out all the time. Just
3: if you need me, go to my
2: website, you know? Yeah. But I get maybe for you. And I'm sure if Al were here, he would have an opinion. But
1: are you guys on TikTok? Because I was. And then Daniel read something saying that there were all sorts of security concerns with it. This is before Trump tried to ban it. Um, And and I already I like didn't I hadn't fallen in love with it yet. So I he was like, I think we should just take it off our phones. So I did. And so now I'm not on it at all. But I do were, it's not a real concern, but I'm like, I really am probably missing out on like understanding a huge chunk of youth culture because I'm not conversant with it.
2: But don't you feel like you see enough TikToks? On that's Instagram? true. You yeah. really- <laughs> That's a very good point.
3: <laughs> that is a solid point. I do yeah. see them elsewhere. Right. Yeah.
2: Um, so I, yeah.
3: I also was concerned about the security part and that's not a, that's not fake news. Uh, so I haven't done it, but I also am concerned with my ability to sustain a lot of social media. Um, and I'm also highly susceptible to a dance craze and I feel like it could get very embarrassing for me and time consuming very quickly. Oh,
1: see, I'm not susceptible at all. Maybe that's like my secret power. I I never want to make a dance video.
3: I'd be over there like, hello, fellow kids. Let me, let me try this one out. I too am savage. I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't need to start that like that journey for me right now. But I would want to. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love so funny all
1: creativity. But I honestly, I'm glad you guys are not like dancing with your daughters. Like, and then we made bread or whatever. Yeah. I just like you know, we're like we're opening the mail. <laughs> this, this, that's not a real dance craze. But I just, I, ha- I, ha- it makes me cringe. Yeah,
0: I yeah. don't get it, and a lot of them are just like lip syncing things but it's not even songs sometimes like I've literally seen some that are like literally somebody lip syncing someone's stand up like what is why what is the point
3: are you guys doing
1: reels sorry someone was about to say something that Fleetwood
3: Mac uh, guy on the skateboard is the greatest gift that TikTok has given us Um, I saw that yesterday but other than that I'm usually like huh that's my reaction yeah Yeah. But I'm an old, so I don't know.
2: Well, that's how I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. Maybe I just don't relate anymore. But it's just too, for me, I'm with you, MK. It's like, it's one more social media that I'm like, I don't, I'm barely getting Instagram done these days. Like I'm barely logging on to stuff. And so one more thing just feels overwhelming.
1: There were two TikToks. These are like my favorite TikToks, my favorite talks, um, that I saw on Instagram. But one was like, I wonder who ate the spaghetti and it panned around a living room and there were like four dogs and they were all just sitting there just being dogs. And so it's like close up on one dog and then the next dog. (laughs) And then the next dog is this white pit bull and its mouth is like entirely red. Red. (laughs) And then it goes to the next dog and then it goes back to the dog that has spaghetti sauce. So I like that one. And then there was another one where it showed three pigs Um, like, sleeping on hay. And it was talking about how people think pigs are so messy, but they really aren't. And um, then it showed these flowers that the pigs never – like, in a different part of the the barn – no, the farm – that the pigs never eat. So so they noticed that there were three bunches of flowers next to this one pig, and they don't eat them. What's she doing? She had, like, for real, brought them into the barn and, like, was decorating her space with them. That made me go – I really don't think I can eat pork anymore. I already don't eat it very much. But like, if this is true, that a pig is like decorating, that's so cute. Yeah. Okay. here's I submitted my own JMO and I selected it. In the hazy moments where I'm waking up, I think about anything I have scheduled for the day and try to figure out if I can reschedule it. That's normal, right? I really do that. Like when I'm waking up, I just think like I'm not up to it. Whatever it is, I'm not up to it. I have, I have a show at three. I have to reschedule it or something. And then, you know, as I wake up, I accept that life involves obligations and that they are actually fun sometimes. But um, I don't know what it is, but my brain is just like, no, can't do it.
0: I think I only do that if it's if it's something that's super early. Like mm. I'll, I'll do it then. Otherwise, I won't do it when I wake up. But I will kind of have those thoughts about wanting to reschedule later in the day when it's getting close to the time to do that thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, for some reason, before I have all my faculties about me. So as I'm waking up before I'm fully awake, I. It's like I forget that I'm not awake yet, and so I interpret how I feel at that moment as like, oh no, this is this is how I feel today. I'm just not I don't have enough energy.
3: Yeah, I, I have been waking up COVID times are weird. So normally, as you guys both know, I'm obnoxiously extroverted. And anytime I get to go out with anyone face to face, I'm very excited. The COVID gatherings are not the same. It doesn't have the Mm -hmm. same. This is one of the reasons that my husband and I had had trouble adjusting at the beginning, because he's an introvert. And there's a a breaking point where I was like, you don't understand. Everything that makes me happy is out there in the world. Your stuff is here in this house. (laughs) So we had to, like, come to an understanding about that. Not everything that makes me happy. I love my children and my husband. But you know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else. Right. Just my outlets. My outlets. Yeah. So normally I would wake up very excited to do whatever the thing is. It's different in the Zoom culture but I've been trying I'm also trying to change my morning anxiety tendencies Mm -hmm. by reading a book before I pick up my phone yes you've posted about this good idea and occasionally both reading and working out before I'm allowed to touch my phone has that helped uh yes I can't say that I stick to it all the days uh when there was a particularly well there's always a big news event these days but there was a very large one at the end of last week and I was Mm -hmm. like could not resist the siren call of, of Twitter. Um, so I just kind of checked the box. I was like, look, I'm reading this page. I'm reading this page. I'm reading this page. And here's the <laughs> <laughs> So where is your phone when you sleep? It is next to my bed. Because um, it's my alarm. So I, or yeah. I have an alarm. Um, but I leave the book in my bed, too. And then I try, I usually go downstairs with my book to make coffee and leave my phone upstairs. Smart. Smart And when I say usually, I say for like four days.
2: Yeah, but this, Still is, though, this is good. This is like, it's momentum. You're doing it. I am on it. fully into this idea because my phone, COVID, like I was in the beginning just reading everything. And I, I just, I like drove myself completely insane. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, speaking of that big news story. Of Trump testing positive I'm assuming is the one you're talking about we are starting to institute a no devices after dark thing which all it means is that Elliot can't have any screen time after dark which is such a like not enough of a limit regarding the screen time but we're starting somewhere because he did have it with him like up to the point that we were we wanted him to start getting tired and he wasn't um so Daniel and I are also like wink, wink doing this, which just means we like sneak looks at our phone in the other room. But I was like an hour and a half late to that news, which for me just reaffirmed. This is why I have to have my phone next to me all the time. (laughs) My mom is the one who told me about it. She's the one who's like any lately, any news story, like she's the one who told me our BG died. And there was something else that she told me too. She's
3: on it. Well, I mean, there's always going to be something though, I know. And you'll figure it out. Like it will. I know it's it not like it affected there. me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know it's true. It's not like it affected me that I didn't know, but I was just like, oh my god, something. Usually, it's just scrolling and there's just nothingness.
3: Yeah, that, um, was, that was a big one. Yeah, but that's why I'm I'm with you on the 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 kids and the screens. Like you, you do your best because like sometimes you just need it as to help you out and to help everybody out. Uh, but this is one of the reasons I I ended up ejecting and homeschooling uh because i just my kid on a device for that long per day she's gonna be a real jerk and uh if i can just read and cover some math and see what we can do for a year i feel okay about that wait i didn't
1: realize you were homeschooling like for like legit homeschooling yes
3: there was no well there i mean there's an all virtual option i would have sent my kid in person if they had offered that option mm-hmm. i f- i would have felt com- mostly comfortable doing that um but that was not an option and the zoom schedule was just too much time it was too much time in the I spring agree. it was okay because they were just doing little bits and i thought that was pretty effective actually mm-hmm. uh but they put that whole that whole school day on the zoom and i said i don't know i've done a couple of events where i had to be on for a couple of just a couple hours for maybe two days in a row and i was exhausted yeah. and i just I didn't think that that would work.
1: I know people who are really struggling because their kids just don't want to do it.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. tough. And I so want to do it, I, and I like. I have this very flexible schedule, which is awesome. And I have, uh, you know, we're a low risk household. I'm. I've offered to help other working parents because there's the problem with pods is that they're so strict that some kids can't get into them. Um so in our in our neighborhood I'm attempting to host a few on the porch and maybe be the Zoom butler in place of the parents for a bit every week, but we're seeing what we can throw together. I mean everybody's just attempting to throw it together. Uh oh, I think we lost you, Jenna.
2: Uh oh. I'm here. Oh no, we didn't. Yep. <laughs>
1: maybe you just made an expression where I thought there were words that went with it.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's her homeschool expression. Mm. That's how everyone's feeling.
2: <laughs> ah, homeschool. But I know, I mean, I get that completely cuz the being online all day for kids is brutal. It is.
1: So. Yeah.
2: And I think that
1: it whereas when they're in school, the teacher in the school works with you know, kids who need extra attention or anything like that right now, all of that is falling on the parents who yeah. we're not trained.
3: Yeah. Well, and I realized that my, my term for it is I was a zoom Butler in the spring. I was like, what do you need, ma'am? Do you need a, do you need a pencil? Right. Do you need a ruler? Do you need a special thing for <laughs> right. a scavenger hunt? Here I am. Exactly. Um, and I was always on call and I figured, okay, if we do the homeschool, like, okay, sure. I'm not going to be perfect at this, but I can knock it out in a couple of hours and then we can do other things. Right. Instead of me being – I thought I was going to do more work doing that, Yeah. dancing behind the screen.
1: (laughs) Yes. When Elliot's preschool went to – at the very beginning for like April and May, before the preschool sort of decided what they were going to do, which is like completely shut down and then reopen, um, they were having virtual preschooling or whatever. And so there were like Zoom classes and then there were these text pods where they would text you a project in the morning and then you're supposed to send photos of it. And it really was, it was just arts and crafts for me that I
3: didn't need. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. But Would you like to cut some hearts now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, show us one of your favorite toys or take it, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I don't even have favorite toys. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Okay. Leela Rolling Stone says, I call cute children and pets nuggets. So having a hard time applying it to hunks, but I'm delighting in all the Massachusetts talk as a native of this fine state. Someday I would love to show the Rosenquant's fam, the majesty of the Commonwealth. Yes. I have never been to Boston. Daniel has. Um, that came from the episode that Arden Marine and Ken Reed were on. There was a lot of mass talk and um I, we were talking about slang and I said that I remember when nuggets or nugs was used to, that was a term for like a hottie. Oh, he's a, like river Phoenix with long hair. He's a nug.
2: I don't but think I remember that one.
1: I think it was probably after before your time.
3: I think so. Maybe. It may, so. it
2: may be
1: regional
3: too. I, n- I never heard That's that. That's true. One. Yeah. By the yeah. way, uh, have any of you watched Cobra Kai? Yes. No. I started it. Okay. So yeah, enjoy first of all you have a, a fun road ahead of you yeah. um and and also for the for the gals and also your appreciation tony um the robbie character <laughs> is just straight up 17 magazine 1996 hunk like it is i need to watch is him. he it i is, forget
0: the names is that johnny's kid
3: uh yes okay oh um, man it is jarring because he's so of that era That I'm like, that is like, that's a Tiger Beat poster on my best friend's wall. It is weird. And he's got the floppy hair and the whole thing. Yeah, he's very Jonathan
0: Taylor Thomas.
3: (laughs) He sounds like a real nugget. He sounds amazing, (laughs) yeah. Nug for sure. (laughs) So,
1: full disclosure, I had never seen Karate Kid. What? Which I feel, I know, I know, I know. Um. I just had it in my head that I don't like martial arts. Now that I'm watching it,
3: I, <laughs> I mean, not that, that I have anything the against them.
1: <laughs> now, that I, now that I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, it's really not about that. It, you really don't have to be into karate to like this movie. So I'm watching it in chunks because I have children and because of the whole thing. But I'm super into getting to sit down and watch the rest of this movie. And then I'm going to embark on Cobra Kai because I keep hearing it's so good. Perfect. No, It'll just pick
2: up, you know,
0: it's Y'all so much it better everything. than it's
3: <laughs> <true>. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, exactly. That's what it's so much more nuanced than I would ever have expected. I, for one, did not watch Back to the Future for a long time because I didn't think that I liked time travel, but it <laughs> paid off. See, <laughs> so there you go. Is um,
1: is do you have to watch Karate Kid to watch Cobra Kai? Maybe I should could just jump
0: in, or should finish
3: they do flashbacks? Kid. Yeah, that would help. But kid. I think.
0: Yeah. I would watch it first.
1: All right. It's a train. Elizabeth Shue was a young nug.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. That was uh that was like the first girl I remember like kind of noticing as a young Cam- kid. Like oh. actually, you know, girls were gross for a long time and then all of a sudden uh-huh. watching that movie and being like, Ooh, Elizabeth what what's Sh- happening here?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys, this was so much fun. Thank you so 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 much for being on this show. Um this was just delightful. Thank you. Listeners, thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please tell a friend, subscribe, um, leave a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out so much. Check out my other podcast, Childish. Uh, earlier this week, I had Jamie Lynn Sigler from the... So, okay, I thought it was Sopranos, but she's saying that she thinks the correct way to say it is actually Sopranos. I don't, I don't know about that. I just can't. But that show, that prestige television show... She played Meadow on it and um, she's on the show uh, and then I've got Bob Bryan on next week and those will both be also in addition to all the places you listen. You can watch the full video at youtube.com slash Alison Rosen. Please subscribe. Again, Patreon. I'm also I'm on Cameo also. And um, Jenna, where can we find you? What should we look out for?
2: Well, thank you for having me on the show. So good to be here. Um, you know, uh, you can find me around the internet once in a while. Uh, <laughs> but mostly, go check out my podcast, Couple Friends. It's me and Hashtag Al. If you want to hear us every single day, you can. Or you can listen to our compilation episode on Fridays. Um, and our show's just fun, silly nonsense from me and me and my nug. You know what I mean? Nug <laughs> <laughs> to nug. <knock>. It's right.
3: <laughs> i yeah, um, I will pitch, uh, for, I wrote a piece for the Atlantic back in April, which might be worth re-upping for everybody as we struggle yes. through this called, um, it's okay to be a different parent during the pandemic. Uh, so I've gotten some good feedback from that. It's a, it's a, it's a good read if you want to, especially as we're dealing with school to jump into that. Um, I'm at MK Hammertime on Instagram. Uh, I also have a fun project I started during quarantine called at oldest Delia's model, yes, on Instagram, which I need to pick back up, and I am. I went. I've gone through a dry spell um, where I, I dress meant up to in... ask you about that. I love it. <laughs> I, I have been loving it. So I dress up in aspirational '90s clothing that I either put together from my closet or order from Rent the Runway and take '90s style catalog shots in it. It's so I'm living bad. my best life. So that's at oldest Delia's model, and I do want to uh, say a word for my friend at Real Best Life on instagram this is my friend kelly who's a farmer out in colorado and she is doing this crazy experiment where she lives entirely off what she produces on her land from for a year from august to august she started in august it's crazy she has pigs she has ducks she has she the one who has a wallaby she has a wallaby as well she has a full huge garden and she's trying to put together this puzzle about how can i live off of this land oh and also goats um <laughs> amazing. And so the problems are fascinating. She's fascinating. The whole uh just thinking through the process is great. So she's at Real Best Life. So for a lot of good, cute animals and farm comedy, uh and sustainable farm to table goodness, check her out. She could tell us if pigs really decorate. I I think she could. She would she, say oh hers okay. do not. Maybe
1: Ooh. she needs to get yeah. more handy pigs. Yeah, I don't think hers are like <laughs> super personality pinteresty yeah she says thank you tone zone
0: what about Uh, you i am at tony thaxon on twitter and instagram my podcast bizarre albums every tuesday and uh real quick also uh just uh the other day yesterday when we're recording this uh motion city soundtrack released another song this is actually a cover um and it is for our friend Ed Ackerson, who was a producer that we had worked with a bunch, uh, passed away last year. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of his death. Um, and he was just a great guy. And uh, a compilation came out that's just a bunch of uh, songs that he wrote and a bunch of different bands on there covering it. So we're on there. Oh, I'm blanking. I know Soul Asylum is on there. A lot of, a lot of uh, bands around the Minneapolis area and just bands he worked with over the years. And that is it's available on Bandcamp. So the link is sort of weird. So just find me on uh, social media. and You can find the link through there. But um, so that's available. And all the proceeds from that, he left behind a uh, wife and young daughter. And all the proceeds from that are going to uh, his daughter's educational fund. So check that out if you can.
1: I'm going to check that out and you want to know why in addition to liking Motion City Soundtrack and Tony? Why? I used to think Dave Perner of Soul Asylum was a real nugget.
3: <laughs> True.
1: <laughs> like prime nug. <laughs> nice. Back when he had... I got to see what he looks like now. I, I, I doubt time has been kind to him but I could be wrong. Um, you guys, cool. this was so much fun. So I'm going to make everyone do it again. Uh, right. Wonderful. Okay. Everyone... Thank you for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Go- oh, wait a minute! <laughs> Uh-oh. What? I forgot to, wel- to say hello and welcome to the new Patreon people. Patreon! Oh. Who's still listening at this point? Has anyone turned it off or are they still there? Should who, I just do it on the next episode? Who ditches on us? Have everybody's yeah, here, no right? one would. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe... This is like this is worse than not saying hi to Tony.
0: Thanks. And I don't <laughs>
1: What I mean is
0: Uh Uh-huh, yeah, keep digging
1: The degree to which I keep forgetting this Mm -hmm. That's how I meant it I know it came out wrong Sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello and welcome Nate B, Christina, Elizabeth W, Mel, and Kelly B Woo, All right Thank you for listening I love you, goodbye Hey, do you know About the Allison Rosen Show
0: We gotta go